This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Folks, and welcome to Twinovation, the podcast for your schemes, dreams, misdemeans, conscripts, hustles, any way you're trying to make that money, we are here to help you. And as always, I'm joined by my lovely twin brother. He is, of course, only 13 miles away, um, but he's a... He is in the the center of the circus, we like to call it. Uh, he's Jeffrey El Jefe Tugboat Rosenberg. Very nice. Uh, and to my immediate right, um, she's the hostess with the mostest. Uh, she, she's given me everything from breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> um, she's Anna Meredith Nikolic. Hey, guys, how you doing out there? We're on um, uh, day 41 of uh, <laughs> what we'd like Is to it? call the big burn. Um, a lot of guys are growing beards in unity. A lot of women are growing out their armpit hair and their leg hair. Ew. No, they are not. They are. I've seen it. Solidarity. Oh, wow. um, so, you know, tag any beard pictures with... Uh, Twinovation Beard 2020, the <laughs> hair apocalypse. Um, and uh, we'll feature some of those on our feed. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, any ladies with the, the pit bush or the leg hair uh, can send those directly to Jeff's uh, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. What have I you. think <laughs> that's good, Tim. I think uh, everyone's more than, uh, you know, allowed to do stuff like that. I think it's fun for now if anything we should all be doing the opposite and shaving our whole bodies why you know, starting so from- some people are buzz cutting that's a new trend because you can't get a haircut yeah i've seen that um but i think if everyone shaves everything then we can all be reborn perhaps as no david little baby seals you, you know? will not be having a buzz cut haircut yeah it's kind of like the matrix you know we're unplugging <laughs> imagine going to costco and seeing like uh, like 40 <laughs> hairless men and women with like <laughs> gray cloaks on or something that's We're kind not of far cool. off. Machine it's, it's guns. All- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a Everyone movie. Looks the same. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of cool, Dave. It's like a leftovers, but in more apocalyptic times. You mm-hmm. know, even more. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> well, you know, to a degree, you know, ten percent of the population will vanish. Right. Right. Um, the question is, do they come back in three years? <laughs> oh my uh, god. <laughs> anyway. Most likely not. Um, well, let's stay positive here because that's at the end of the day. This that's what this podcast it's all about. It's coming up with thousand um, dollar, million dollar, sometimes even billion dollar ideas, apps. Um, you know, high level scams in certain countries where the laws haven't really caught up to the finances. Um, you know, you get what I'm talking about at the end of the day. The schemes, the dreams, the misdemeanors. There you go. The cons, griffs, hustles. And one of the best ways I think um, this show stays positive is by, of course, at the appropriate times and in the appropriate segments, <laughs> is airing out our beef of the week, folks. <laughs> 
Oh God, David. It's the cool um the beef of the week of course is the segment of the show where like i said we like to sort of let our body and our mind and our thoughts express themselves and we do that by bad mouthing either people (laughs) in society or um, entire infrastructures as a whole whole (laughs) um sorry about that guys (laughs) dylan put your voice in there uh what I was going to say, Dylan, dub your voice over the hole so it doesn't sound like My beef for the week is maybe with this meat shortage concern, you know? What are you talking about? What well, we- they're saying the the people that work in the, you know, the, the meat factories. They hogging get- all the meat? No, they're getting all the, they're getting the COVID. Well, that, that that's awful. Is it, wouldn't that be a cool name for a meat company, you know, the hogging all the meat? Wait, but I thought you said your beef was with the shortage. Oh, it is because they're getting COVID, so they're not uh, right. working? You actually caught me on that. I, I was hoping <laughs> I wouldn't have to correct myself. Uh, <laughs> my, beef, my beef is with the shortage, the concern uh, uh, of a shortage. Okay. So it's, it's you know, I worry about the dairy farmers at the end of the day is what I'm getting at. What the hell are you talking about? Dairy <laughs> or meat? You're talking about two separate I've, things. Yeah. Well, you you get your milk from the cow. That is your. Oh, meat. that's interesting. You know? Yeah, but it's kind of still like form a cohesive thought, buddy. Ooh. Well, I'm just saying. Do do you not know about the meat shortage, or do you? Do I not know about the meat? Sh- no, I don't know about the meat shortage. Okay, so if you follow the news and current events, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if, I don't know what uh what news is is on nightly at 9 p.m. on entertainment tonight. Ooh. Uh, I don't fucking act like I watch the news. I'm trying to not watch the news. Jeff I'm trying to did, tune Jeff's out. Jeff's a huge dude. Bill Maher fan. Yeah, are, are you really? <laughs> Ugh, he's like the real life Brian Griffin. You're like getting news from someone who is literally a terrible person. I'm actually yeah, a pretty big right. fan of Bill Maher. <laughs> I but, think you, that is awful. But Jeff, but that's uh, a separate issue. You got well, anyway, there's a meat shortage, and uh, I'm worried about you know uh, uh, people not being able, being able to get their sustenance. Is what I'm getting at there. And that's a fair beef. Um, you you sort of touched on this before, but uh, I don't think people really think of the cow as both a solid and a liquid. You know, why are we having <laughs> uh, our steak with milk, right? Um, there should be entire cow meals. What do you mean? I'm, why are we having our steak with milk? Have, we're we not. We should have it because that's all the same. The cow is for oh, the like milk. Why aren't we? And, and they should pair better. Yeah, like it's a I one-stop agree. shop. One-stop shop, indeed. Um, so while you're see. while you're wearing like a the leather shop, suit, shop. a leather suit, while you're wearing all of this, you know, you a know, slop you and to, chop. It's it's almost like a challenge. Eat like a sixty-two ounce T-bone and and drink a gallon of fresh cow milk. And then, like, uh, make some hide into leather for, like, a, a coat or something. That's good. Use the whole animal. Sure. Uh, well, that's an idea that we just came up with in real time, folks. And that's how easy <laughs> it is, all right? Were you guys mad that I uh, apparently cut off your pre-roll conversation? Oh, no. And, and thanks for bringing that up. Uh, for any folks out there, pre-roll is a little segment that uh, Jeff and I did. Um, we've done it in the past where we sort of 
uh, you know, just chime in with each other. Start recording before we start well, recording. Well, we like to gab about what it's like to start a podcast on time. So when Anna comes down eight or ten minutes later, <laughs> that's when the pre-roll stops. And that's when the we let the girls into the clubhouse. I didn't know you were doing a pre-roll. You were just talking to each other. And so after, after several minutes, I said, can we start? And then suddenly you're both like acting offended. Well, you know, a boys club is a boys club. and Then not- tell me that's what you're doing. Like, you didn't be see up the sign? front. You didn't see the sign on the basement door? No, there's no sign on the basement door. What the hell are you doing? I said, about? I put a post-it on and I said, no ladies allowed. Do you guys sleep in the basement? No. Well, I'll, I'll sneak down here in the morning. Yeah, um, he comes down at like 5.30 in the morning. To watch my What time are you going to bed off. these days, Dave? Uh, it ranges from 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. God, David, really? What are, you, what are you doing up that late? Um, I'm watching a lot of documentaries that are in quite poor taste. Um, <laughs> God, like conspiracy theory shit? Yeah, conspiracy theory That really stuff. concerns Dave, me, you, David. You, 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 know, you, know, you know that's a bad road, Dave. Don't you know that's a bad road, right? It's really no, a bad I, road. I, I, it's it's a harbinger of things funny. to come. Oh, I'm watching it because I think it's funny, um, and there's a difference. I like to know what the conspiracy theories are, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that from an academic or even an academia point of view. Well, there's something well, creepy it, about how you're you not sleeping. Did you get into a, a, a Facebook uh, fight recently with an old uh, schoolmate regarding such uh, documentaries? No, I'm what and, and David? What Jeff's referring to is uh, my college roommate posted something, uh, a conspiracy theory video. It was three hours long or so. Uh huh. Um, Justin. Yeah, Justin. Uh, it had all your. It actually had almost every conspiracy theory ever in it. Oh, so it was very okay. quick, and I, you know, I thought it was really funny. A um, very quick three hours. Yeah, and so I have this good line where I go, oh, "Did you get hacked or something?" Because you know that's always a, a funny thing to. Th- okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah um, but good. it turns out he was pretty serious. Uh, so uh, double yeesh. Yeah. So I called him, uh, and we had. Oh, a, yeah, that's the conversation that I walked in on. Yeah. One point, yeah. Uh, well, what was the conversation seems- about, Dave? You know, I sort of uh, w- we both started laughing pretty immediately. Um, uh, but he definitely still believes most of it. Uh, so do you? No, I do not. Yeah, I, I think that's what we're getting at here. I think I- <laughs> well. not like a pizza gate guy. I mean, until you're, now. you're two degrees away from lizard people, but you're not far off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's getting there. I have watched videos on lizard people. Um, uh, one of them was uh, one of o- Obama's um, Secret Service guards, and there's a video. <laughs> the video is actually really funny because it's like uh, a guy that's like moving in and out of different light, uh, and you know, at one point, it <laughs> kind of looks like he could be like a little snakeish just because <laughs> of the way the light moves. Um, <laughs> also, it's super funny, but the, okay. the people believe it pretty hard. And then, you know, there was a point where I had to watch it a couple times to make sure David reptile, reptile people weren't Come infecting on. us. That's how we got this disease is by eating reptiles. All right. You know what, you guys? I think it's a little bit too soon for all your little uh, jokes and jabs about uh, coronavirus. Okay. Uh, it's in poor taste. 
They're not jokes. I couldn't agree jokes. more. <laughs> you couldn't agree more. Well, I'm not out. making any jokes. Mm. Neither am I. What? A, oh this is a very serious business podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to get to, Jeff. Uh, is there any more beefs that need to be aired out? Because um, I would love to talk about what this podcast is, you know, really focusing on today, and. Uh, that's helping the everyday entrepreneur as well as the well-seasoned businessman or woman um, to achieve uh, the next steps in their goal towards financial stability and security. And with that said, eh. what's that? What? What? You said you asked if there was any more beefs, <laughs> but course. then you also didn't take a breath and went into the <laughs> longest sentence ever. So. Uh, well, do you long. have <laughs> a rather long sentence, Dave? <laughs> kind of meandering, actually. Yes, yes, very much so, Well, I, I would love for you to check out my podcast called Meander. <laughs> <laughs> Meander with Dave. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's fun, Dave. I love that. Well, I was going to say, uh, did we speak last week about the, the Chinese food that had gotten delivered by uh, another Jeff? What do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, so then I guess we probably didn't. Um, this was just about a week ago, but we had recorded already um, when it happened, I think. So uh, we got the ch- a bag of Chinese food delivered, and we were very excited, but we weren't expecting a bag of Chinese food. But it was from Jeff. Like, it said that was just the only name that it said, but didn't say a last name. So I thought that you had um, cutely sent us a bunch of Chinese food. So <laughs> we were, like, dancing around so excited. <laughs> to have this food. Did I get a text or a call though? So you. <laughs> well, then, like a minute later, my brother was like, "Oh, actually, this says like you know, like two houses down from our house, and so there must be a guy named Jeff that lives right down the street." So we had to call and give the food back. We didn't touch any of it, but doesn't that suck? We're for. Ex- you should have kept it. I know. We, for a second, we were so excited. It was a big bag of food, too. You should have kept it. No, I feel wrong, like, stealing someone's food, like, in this time. You're we didn't open stealing it. if it's handed to you. It's a form of stealing, Jeff, and I think the nation would agree. <laughs> yeah. That said, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't steal it. <laughs> what? Did I ever tell you the the story like six months ago where I ordered like seamless like a burrito lunch from like a Mexican spot and uh, the delivery guy came. He was carrying like three bags. You know, some of the Uber guys go to different places, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of course. So and I'm starving at this point because I'm, uh, you know, maybe hung over or something. And so <laughs> I like rip open the bag and it's like pancakes and um no, it was pancakes and, oh, goddamn, what was the other thing? It was like jalapeno poppers. <laughs> okay. And uh, pancakes with like ice cream and whipped cream and strawberries. Oh, amazing. And I couldn't get in contact with the guy, so I wasn't sure if he was coming back. Um, but I ended up eating one of the poppers mm-hmm. and then and then sealing it back up. And long story <laughs> short, he comes back to give me my food. I give him the other food back. And then um, the, the people who get the food, uh, I apparently notice 
uh, that there's a jalapeno popper missing and maybe like the perforated edge of like the tin, you know, the to-go thing. Was, like, <laughs> oh my kind of God. fucked up. Yeah. And so that so they're yelling at the delivery driver. The delivery driver is texting me now <gasps> asking if I went into the food. And I say, hey, bud, you know, this is on you, what? number one, for mismanaging no, it, the it, operation, number two. Who is this? <laughs> it's on you. Did that really happen? Of course it did. That's hilarious. That is rich, Jeffrey. Very rich. That's my worst nightmare. Um, I would be so uh, truffled by something like that. But isn't that. that weird that the people who got the food then complained Knew. that the person opened it? And then, uh, yeah, me. And then I... I'm getting shit from the delivery guy. It's like how many were in there? Is, is it like, the kind of thing where it's like there's six in there? How many are we talking? How many were in there? <laughs> it was uh, it was six after I took one. Okay, so that's definitely the kind of thing where like they know how many are supposed to be in there. It's like by, by the piece. Yeah, but like you're gonna be a stickler with that. Yes. Oh my god! If I always order from a restaurant and I know, I'm- yeah, but if you get like if you order like. 27 wings and you get 26 wings are you gonna well, be like hey. seven versus well, six is a little yeah different. You're, you're you're really widening the margin here <laughs> jeff in your favor and the fact is if what if, I was uh, what if, it, what if it's 25 wings versus 29 wings why you are you suddenly in the late 20s yeah, that's now? A problem. Why are you suddenly in the late 20s? If that I was expecting problem, seven, okay. if Dave and I ordered food and we were splitting a side of something and like there's like seven pieces and sun, and we know that and suddenly seven, there's six. All right, so there's, there's seven dumplings and now instead of arguing over that odd dumpling, <laughs> there's six where you each have three and three. Are you, and you're, you have two other dishes, a lo mein, uh, beef lo mein, maybe a, you know, a sesame chicken. You're going to call and complain about not getting that one dumpling? Yeah, I definitely would because especially if I noticed there was something missing and then I noticed there was something weird about the perforated edge, I would possibly well, start that to question. Can happen, that can happen when, you know, the bag hits the ground wrong and it, you know, mm, kinks it. No, I would worry about the, the integrity of the rest of the food at that point. It would be I a agree. big problem for me. Well, in this environment, you can't really pull off a, a fun scheme like that anyway. Right. That's why we had to give that big juicy order of Chinese food back. Well, right. I will say this, um, and it's an interesting point, is you should have ended up just keeping the food after you popped it <laughs> because these people, after they complained, probably got all their food for free. 100%. Right. I should have I should have committed to the thievery and taken the whole thing. But did you, mm-hmm. did they they also didn't deliver your food, correct? No, they ended up delivering my food. What did food. you order? <laughs> what had you ordered? I think I had like a cheesesteak or something Wait, I forget. So so very quickly uh when he came back to exchange yours for theirs that was before he knew that you popped into the poppers. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Well, because, because, you know, I had to, and then, then I had to, like, you know, they use paper bags. So I had to, like, restaple the bag. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, but I would have opened it anyway to see if it was my food, you know? Right. 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 Of course. That's lovely, Jeffrey. Um, I'll clap it out for that story. I, I like these stories, guys, and you're coming hard yeah, and with you, them. And you can I, hear I, the follow-up to this on uh, the Meandering Podcast hosted by Dave. And, you know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes I yeah, step gonna, in, sometimes Anna steps yeah, I'm gonna in. Do it. 
I'm going to do a deep dive into that, see if uh, all the facts are true, see if I can nail down that delivery guy for him to corroborate the story. <laughs> like any good journalist does. Um, and like any good journalist, journalists have a, a, a mind for the creative, and that's what this show is all about. It, it, it's about um, making something out of nothing, and that's the capitalistic pig way. So um, <laughs> let me introduce what many consider to be the most babiest of boys around. Uh, he's baby Davy Rosenberg, and he's coming at you hot because he's on fire. Dave, Aww. how you doing? Um, very good. Uh, I just got a phone call that said spam risk. I love that. Don't you love that? Well, yeah, I like that. I imagine it was wrong, though. Imagine it's like a, a long lost yeah, friend. I've, got, I've gotten that before, you know. I like you that get, feature. You get but if the phone knows it's spam and it's risky, why not just go the extra step and block it altogether exactly. from, from even hitting my phone? I agree, David. Uh, but let's not get into that. Uh, let's get into... Well, I think it's kind of like your junk folder, though. You know, sometimes stuff uh, doesn't slip through. Well, that's true. That should. You know, like a call from maybe like the IRS. Yeah, well, the IRS actually doesn't call you. Um, a lot of those would be phishing scams, I believe the term is. Yes, yes. Um, the IRS should really only be contacting you. Via the mail. Via the mail. Um, don't trust those phone calls. Um, scamming's big yeah. these days. Uh, and and that's why this podcast has been blowing up a lot lately, because we do focus a lot on scams. Um, maybe you'll hear some from our lovely fans during the second part of the show. But first up in the pig pen, he's the Davey with the most baby. He's Dave Rosenberg. Dave, how you doing with us today? Good, guys. How you doing out there? We good. Folks, allow me to pose a question. What's one of Please the do. What's one of the worst things about being a boy? Oh, um, uh, smelling. I was going to say nuts, which isn't far Not off. Not much else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, for one, there's just no competition in the lack of fashion accessories we boys have compared to the ladies, you know? There's more competition? The There's no... Uh, um, there's no competition. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're you saying know, there's we, only we one J crew, you know? Yeah, there's only... You know, you can only wear shirts, jackets, pants, shorts, or, you know, whereas... <laughs> You know, women get the dresses. Uh, there's a million types of dresses, the skirts, the halter <laughs> tops, the crop tops, what have you. Um, of course. The window dresses, the backless dresses, the windstrap dresses. Oh, right. What are you, a fucking fetishist? A little bit. And the shoes. <laughs> Don't even get me started on the shoes. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, and two, uh, and this sort of goes hand in hand with number one, boys usually can't change their looks as much as women can of, of course we're talking from makeup to make downs all right and three, that's a blessing that's a I blessing know, all right fair enough and three boys just don't get to have as much fun as girls am i right boys <laughs> yep mm. i agree if only I could not agree only more. in this department otherwise you have it way better in well, every I'm way here to solve yeah, and that's a big of, department though yeah, go big on, department. i like where you're headed here thank you though <laughs> Well, I'm here to solve just one of these problems. So allow me to introduce He-Man's, right? <laughs> He-Man's is the first male-focused hair extension service <laughs> that gives you those two to three or four inches you might need to try out a new hairstyle without having to wait weeks or months to get what they're looking for. Yep. 
So here's how it works. You send us a snippet of your locks. We then mold nice. we mold the market to fit your needs, which means we're essentially matching your hair snippet with our proprietary follicle database. And what this does is it creates many different styles of hair, um, which naturally fit your color and aesthetic, if you'd like. And, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to allow you to have, uh, you know, essentially flow without the calyx um, hair when there's no hair, which is the, the most obvious one. But also, um, you know, if someone wants to try uh, some curly cues on, um, of course, these are all going to be clipped to your natural hair already. Um, well, it's like, is it like a weave? Yeah, it's essentially a weave, Jeff, but a weave for, um, you know, uh, the parts of your hair um, for men, which can usually be uh, a lot closer to the skull than a Is you it know, a, a wig or is it a weave? Well, this is where we actually would like to split hairs, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, we'd like to think we're sort of in between that spectrum. Uh, we're a little bit of both. We're a little bit of none of them. You know? So is it – what's keeping it on when I'm like dancing, well, when you're are dancing? Well, those are going to be the, 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 the mini clips. Like how do you do hair extensions again? They're threaded in? Or? There's all different kinds. There's kinds with clips. There's kinds that – you you sew in. I think you got to zero in on what the idea is here, Dave. And <laughs> you've had trouble with this the past couple of weeks. No, I'm not having trouble with it. It's it's primarily and it's actually not going to be great for bald men. It's for yes, uh, it's not for bald men. I agree. Um, it's for something like me where I'd like yeah. to I'd like to have. Um, a hairstyle. Nick Rad hair. Nick Rad hair. Yeah, maybe, I would be you know? curious what Nick Rad hair looks like. You could get a wig and and do that. Right, but I I don't know if the if you have the freedom of uh, experiencing the hair without the the tightening of the wig on you your clip the wig in and you're good to go. It's a great life. No, but then don't you feel all your hair underneath the wig suffocating your skull? Eh, but you feel your hair no matter what. Like if otherwise, what you have stuff clipped to your hair. That's ideally what we're doing with our follicle matching database. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the follicle matching database, Dave. I like it a lot. But what and does that mean? It that means, means we're giving you horse hair that's essentially <laughs> in the same color as your own hair. But what does that have to do with how it sticks to your hair? Because we want to match it with your hairstyle, so they're essentially. Well, no, extension. I want to make the point there. How does it connect? To, does it connect to each strand of hair? Yeah, and I'm taking a small pivot because we're actually going to have to have. Um, an individual come to your house and sew them into <laughs> sew them into your uh, um, hair or head. To be honest with you, okay. So it's going to take a little. See, I think bit. you're losing direction a little bit again here, <laughs> Dave. Well, How long does it take, Dave? Uh, now that I'm rethinking the the business, is going to be a lot more overhead, um, <laughs> and this is actually going to be a slightly invasive surgery at this point. So we're what? actually not going to have people coming to your home. You're going to have to know. But then, isn't the whole point though that you're like testing and taking a test run for a new look? Yeah, what are you I talking think, about? Uh, a slightly invasive surgery? It can be yeah, slightly dude, invasive. I, I think the, you're going you're going off the rails here. A little you're going bit, in and, the wrong direction. Let us reel you back in. All right, reel me back in, boys, because this fishy is flopping. It's a partial 
like wig slash toupee that you easily lay over your real hair and it sticks uh, within uh, 60 seconds using uh, a polymer type of like it it molds onto your follicles within 60 seconds. You use a Mm -hmm. blow dryer, you use a blow dryer over your, over it. And with the heat, it's activated, sticks to all your hair easily, um, easily washed off with dial soap that they use for the ducks. Beautiful. I love that on a way to, way to really bring the idea home. Thank Thank you. you. I actually really appreciate that. And, and because you chimed in, I think we're going to also start a she-man uh, <laughs> line. Of I would love sessions. that. I would love that. All right. I guess, you know, while I'm on top and while, while I'm riding that wave of Anna's new pivot, I'm going to go ahead and send it right around the horn because I'm feeling good about it. And, you know, unless there's any more questions, uh, the hair piece is essentially $10 an inch. Um <laughs> You know, and you work up and down from there, maximum two feet. So you're looking at $240 if you want that Nick Rad look. Okay, that's fair. I love that, Dave. Um, uh, so uh, one last question as we send it around, I guess, is uh, you initially got this idea because, you know, maybe you can't get your hair cut in this uh, pandemic, right? Um, actually not. I read a Medium article about a woman that did a deep dive into – um, Donald Trump here and found uh, some Russian dude that w- was in an office under him in Trump Towers that like sewed his hair together some crazy shit <laughs> yo I what? really think that you should grow your hair long Dave it's a conspiracy <laughs> huh <laughs> I don't that's understand. what extensions are they like sew they like sew longer hair onto your wispy hair yeah Right. Uh, I mean, so the connection broke up when you were talking about the Russian guy, though. Yeah, so essentially he had, like, a guy that, you know... Allegedly. He has a guy that does it, you know. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're streamlining that process so everyone has access to, you know, because it... It does feel... Hair is important, you know? At the end of the day, hair is very, very, very important. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I agree. You know, I, I think people just aren't able to try out more looks just because of their calluses. You know, I feel like the calluses in my hair don't allow calluses. Me. What do you mean ca- calluses? And calluses are on feet. Dave? You're talking about Cal- calluses. That's what I meant. Calluses. You're, you're, you're save some for the fish. You've been drinking a little too much here, bud. Oh, remember the long-haired anything, girl that Jeff. we saw? Remember the long-haired girl that we saw, David? Yeah. You think that looks good? Uh, it's a little too long. I don't want to grow. Save it guy. for the meander podcast, guys. <laughs> Let's blow oh, this yeah. one in the nut. I I was in for a while. Now I forget why I was initially excited. Well, that's so why I, I wanted to send it around the horn two minutes ago. I well, lost the flavor. Uh, you, 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 should, you, you should. You You did lose the flavor, and you you looks like you're half asleep. I'm out. I'm not half He's asleep. He's not half asleep. Well, maybe no, you are actually. No, half I asleep. popped three Adderall. I'm gonna David, be up for three don't days. say shit like oh, that. Man, you I'm didn't pop three Adderall. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to watch. Can you the send whole... me some, actually, bud? Oh. What are you talking about? What? We got a good connection uh, in uh, fucking Queens. Ew! Don't talk like he that. He chops it up for us so we could parachute it. 
You don't take Adderall. <laughs> Dave, I love that, dude. That's All right. solid. All and right, I'm back in as a customer in. and an investor. And I, know. I am, Dave. You brought me back home. Yeah, I wish you could one. see Anna's face right now, man. Let me move the computer. <laughs> uh, She's scowling, yeah. dude. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, yeah, I've been recording all the video streams so I can- Me too. You know, I take all these. Yeah, you That's should. That's great, Dave. She uh, scowls a lot. All right. Scalds? Yeah, no. Uh, do you know English? Scalds. Like, why do you keep, you don't scowls. know any words? What are you talking about? She <laughs> scalds a, I think a, a lot. A and O. Well, I was going to be in for your idea, especially since it ended up being my idea with the with the pivot and such. But due to your uh, sassy attitude, I'm going to say I'm out, and I'm going to take my idea, start a com- my own business, competing with yours, All right. doing it better, out of spite. And I'll see you on the streets. All right. He uh, man do, you or a, she man. do you have a name for that guy? Oh, he man. I'll let her she have the name. Ask. That's how much I know we're going to kick her ass. Lord of the Locks. Lord of well, the Locks. Well, why wouldn't it be for women, too, though? Because that's already a saturated market in my mind, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> but not disposable, uh, you know, because these wash out easily, you know? Well, I actually don't want mine to wash out as easily as Anna pivoted towards. <laughs> well, right, that's so, a really important part of the no, hair piece. Yeah, so I'm into uh, uh, Anna's idea, not yours. Interesting. Yeah, cool. awesome. not this is the first ever time that the pivot has split and an investor has moved um, from the original idea mid, um, mid-agreement. mid Jeff, your beard is looking... Oh. <laughs> What's his beard looking? Your beard looks good. Doesn't mine look the same? Yeah, I, d- I did some edge ups the other day. So did I. Do you see mine? Do you not see mine on it? Yeah, not really, Dave. Good, Dave. Dave, do you even have a beard? Yeah, I do have a beard. <laughs> Let you me see a- how your neck looks real quick, Jeff. Oh, damn, that is nice. How do you do that? Nice, dude. Curve on the end. Yeah, well, you know, you got to. Do you see mine? <laughs> yeah, it's a little choppy. Patchy, right? Your your yeah, fucking yeah. beard look like Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Got him. Yeah, you both got me. But let's move on because what our nation and civility, our civilized nation needs right now is a little bit of uh, organization. Uh, and that's why I'm here. I keep the podcast organized. I make sure the outflows and the inflows <laughs> are. <laughs> Folks, next up in the pig pen, um, he's Tuggy Tuggerson, Jeff Rosenberg. Uh, what do you got for us today? Guys, I'm going to slam this right off the bat from the get go here. Why are people wearing face masks for the most part? What, what's the real reason you wear a face mask? Not because someone's going to cough in your face, right? No one's expecting anyone to cough Well, it's to, to keep the droplets from spreading. The droplets, yeah. But it's it, to but keep it's, you it's, from getting other people sick. Uh, and true. But a third reason is so you don't touch your own face. You don't touch your lips uh, and nose yes. where this yes. stuff can get in. So, and if you do... You know, if if you're wearing gloves, obviously, uh, double protection. But if you're not wearing gloves and, you, you know, you touch uh, something at the grocery store, an Amazon package, then touch your, you know, go, go and like itch your, yeah. itch your nose or your lip. You know, that's that's a fast way to contract the disease, right? Yeah, like how you just shove that pen in your nose. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so... 
this is an audio podcast, though, on it. A lot of listeners can't see me. Well, I think it's easy enough to imagine that you shoved a pen in your nose and you you also said you were video recording this. Yeah, and you said you were video recording this. You're saving it. Well, I do my own editing these days. (laughs) So what if I were to tell you, though, that that I don't really like wearing that goddamn mask, especially since, you know. Oh, all right. Okay. I I wear the glasses. but okay. It's harder to breathe. You get fogged up easily. Uh, Your breathing is stifled. Right. So if you're not sick, uh, you're wearing this mask for really no reason. Unless, again, someone coughs in your face, which is unlikely. Right. So what I'm pitching here today is is specifically uh, a way for you to to not touch your face. And so what do they do when, you know, they give a dog surgery? Right. And they don't want it licking its wound. What do they do? They cone them. They cone them up, Dave. Introducing Cones for hands, okay? So with cones for hands, you can no longer scratch your face, uh, suck your thumb, itch your lip, or anything in between because the cones are, you know, obviously long enough so you can't interact with your face anymore, Dave. And then uh, that's the idea, cones for hands. (laughs) Wow. I think it's a fantastic idea on on the surface. But then I, I started thinking about doing everyday activities what well, it's, it's really only for going out outside of your home, though, you know? And you don't need any hands to go grocery shopping or to walk. Well, of, 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 you don't need hands, but you do need something that can pick something up, which is, you know, why we're partnering with uh, uh, the original claw clip arm technology of course. Uh, industries. Uh, you know, that a lot of the old people have them to, to pick up things if they can't bend down because uh, they're too low or something's too high. I think there you could know, be you, something where like, sorry to cut you off, Jeff, but I just want, really want to help gonna you out here. going to be a double pivot? I think that rather than having to in- include a whole different product i think your original product these here cones maybe there could be some kind of very simple not even very technologically advanced like almost like one of those like um finger trap type of technologies where when Mm -hmm. you maybe if the hand or the arm is like up maybe it's expanded somehow versus if your hand is down like you're reaching down to pick something up it uh moves up a little bit so it gives you more freedom of your hand do you see what i'm saying um, I'm not entirely following. Dave, can you clarify or not? Um, a little bit. Essentially, it's like if you have a shirt sleeve, when you put your arm up, the shirt gets tighter on your arm. Um, no, but so that, it's the opposite of that, though, is, is what I'm saying. It is the opposite of that. <laughs> is it like a go-go gadget arm? Is that what you're saying? I'm kind of saying like... Maybe the cone, the cone, you, the cones are enough to still be able to use your hands outside, out and about. Like, I think there's a way that the cones can keep you from touching your face, but they also allow you to like pick up uh, a limited number of things if you're going out to like do grocery shopping and such. Right, so they retract. That's what you're saying. Yeah, like they exactly, but they depending. It's almost on, like like Wolverine's claws. Yes, exactly. See, I don't know if you want that feature because the initial idea of the cones is so that the hands uh, really aren't to be used at all, I would imagine, right? Yeah, but she's saying when you go up with it as if you are to touch your face, then the cone comes out. I gotcha. Well, that seems like a lot more tech would be involved in this. So does that up the price, I guess, is my second question. No, it doesn't, Dave, actually. Not at all. It's pretty simple technology, just like I'm going to try to explain to you. No, and she explained it well. 
She did. I thought so. <laughs> and so you're going to pivot to Anna's idea? Yeah, I will pivot to Anna's idea. Whoa! Yeah. Two for two! Pivot. That's very interesting. Uh, Jeff, did you have a name for this cone hand idea? And a price point as well would be something that I think... Uh, um, we're actually, we, we got a government contract and we can't disclose the amount of money we're getting to work on this. Um but it is in uh, the high to medium seven figures. To buy this? Wow. The patent. Seven figures oh. to buy this? Yeah, that's what he said. No, David. Seven figures from the government. And how much will it cost to buy for a consumer, I guess, is my it's, actual it's, question. It's, it's, Dave, that's what I was getting at. It's, it's bought and paid for by the government. Interesting. So you're handing these out to society for free. I've never really seen that done. No, actually, actually, that's actually one of our <laughs> one of our slogans is no handouts because you don't want to be touching, you know, hands. So uh, it does cost it does cost three fifty. Interesting. Um, I'll clap it out for that. Um, I like your tagline. I like your gumption. Oh, and I like learning new words every day. <laughs> Uh, and sometimes when you learn a new word, you got to forget an old word because sometimes those old words aren't right words. What? Um, sometimes those old words aren't real words, so you should forget them. Oh, my. All right. Okay. I'm in. I like the cones. Great. Oh, yeah, me too. Thanks, I appreciate <laughs> it. Why, why are you glaring at me all the time? Um, Jeff, you, can you see her glare? I'm not glaring. That doesn't look like a glare. She looks pretty sweet. Oh, thanks, Jeff. I don't mind it. You're welcome. And I don't hate it. <laughs> um, next up in the mud pit, she's my little pickly wiggly buddy. Um, <laughs> and she has the the best types of ideas. A beautiful mind, a beautiful woman. Anna Merida Nicholish, what do you have for us today? Wow, that was such a good intro, Dave. Thank yeah, you. It was whatever. <laughs> You're not going to look at me now? No, because it was whatever. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, Dave, we were chatting about this very briefly the other day. You know, uh, Dave and I have been hanging out a lot, obviously, during this quarantine. A lot and of hanging out, man. Chill sessions. And, uh, you know, one of the things we we love to do is we end up uh, talking, chatting, uh, you know, giving our... Uh, Jeffrey, are you actually texting? And a, is there a chicken in your apartment? Yeah, do you have a no, chicken running around? Uh, so it's 7 p.m., which is when people in Brooklyn, uh, you know, specifically Brooklyn, clap for the medical workers. Oh, that's oh. great, Jeff, but they're not sponsoring our show, are they? <laughs> David, <laughs> but, you know, some people have air horns and such. Wow, that's actually amazing. Yeah, it's a real community here. 13 Maybe miles hold away, your you phone said? out. Hold your phone out more so you can hear it more. All right, hold on. You got to pay to play in my book, though. Um, Did it end? I oh, know it's still going. No, it's still going. But you know, I think there is maybe some medical workers on the street who are oh. coming home. You know, there we go. Well, that so, is nice. That's nice. It, it dates the podcast a little bit, but maybe <laughs> Dylan can fix it in post. And maybe not. Maybe not. Some Harvard researchers are saying till twenty twenty two. I saw that, Jeffrey. Um, what? 
Well, they have to find a cure before people can actually really even go out in society. Because even flattening the curve is really just so the hospitals have enough beds. Essentially, we're all going to slowly be using the beds until <laughs> there's a cure. <laughs> no, that's not. It's, everything's going to be fine. No one's coming yeah, to listen to this per, podcast to get person, like morbid information about can, coronavirus. If one person can you. affect 100 million people, then, then that means everyone has to not have it for it to be stopped because if right. one more person has it then why wouldn't it be the same he's spread? not wrong that's the beautiful part about thanks it. doctor turn off your fucking phone um, the cnbc notification uh, another stock market plunge today folks oh my god um, you're gonna want to listen right, to I'm, be- I'm betting big on that dave i'm betting real big on that you know you're that, jeff right? jeff's of course doubling down on his puts you're gonna need Ugh. to listen to buying time with baby you're Davey. like the rain man twins yeah we wish <laughs> um we're the thundercats all right <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to my uh, to my pitch. All right. So as I was saying, uh, we chat, we hang out, and I actually came up with a brilliant movie idea the other mm, night. Did I? We haven't had many movie pitches on this show. I had a, an idea for a brilliant uh, movie pitch. Like, okay, like so brilliant that like if they made this movie, this could be like a billion dollar blockbuster film. Okay. <laughs> I'm so confident about it that I'm willing to make it my idea. But the, the concerning thing, the thing that makes the stakes even higher is that I then told my brother about this idea later in the evening, the same the same night that I came up with it, which was the other day. And, and he, he actually go, and they made it five years ago. <laughs> no, and worse, he said that it's that it sucked. He laughed at me. <laughs> This isn't a way to start a movie pitch. Yes, it is. You're already telling people that your brother hates it. Well, I'm telling you that I think it's really good and my brother doesn't. So you have two opinions right there. Is that the way you sell a product? Yeah, I like to give people the idea that um, make your own uh, judgment. Uh, You need to go to business school if you want to be on this podcast anymore. I think you're wrong. I, of course, got my MBA from Georgetown, one of the Eastern elite schools. <laughs> yeah, okay. All my Georgetown alum hit me up. I'd love to see what the gang's up to these days. <laughs> Georgetown alum. Is that like some code word for the JMU cafeteria staff? <laughs> oh, burn. Um, anyway. All right, guys. Get into your creative. Open up your creative mind and start to think about my movie. Picture you're in the theater, a dark theater, huge screen. You're attracting your seat. And in this film, okay, it's the future. It's thousands of years in the future, okay? okay. Yeah. This is maybe like a Christopher Nolan-directed film. This is like right. a Dark Knight-style, Inception-style, very advanced film, okay, stylized. So it's thousands of years in the future from now. And due to, like, transplants and all of our technology that we have and, you know, people getting your your, your metal hips, your metal legs and such and such, humans have actually 
uh, evolved to now be mostly naturally born as AI. Okay, humans are being born mostly as metal, as, as cyborgs. Yeah, essentially. mostly as computers, mostly as metal. Okay, not by not by choice. That's just happening. Okay, so actual <laughs> human beings, full blue blood, like pure blood human beings, are a lot more rare now. And the ones that do exist in the future are on either side of the spectrum. They're either super poor or they're like really, really, really rich and they're like protected because they're so rare in these days. And the fact that they're so rare means that some of them are kept in human zoos. Okay. So in the introducing the movie Zoo Man. (laughs) No, it's not called Zoo Man. Stop. So (laughs) it's like the human zoo is also like really advanced, right? Like it has the human zoo enclosure. I mean, right? Like a human's habitat is like a house, a neighborhood, whatever. So like the zoo has that it looks like a normal neighborhood but it's not it's a zoo and you know the the plot should i tell you the whole plot i should tell you the whole of plot course. to really get well, involved the main character who's the main character i don't i don't know all that but listen so it's like you <laughs> you have like you have these um these people in the zoo and and they like, you know, they, at first it seems like it's okay, but it turns out that it's kind of like an evil place and like they're being killed and disappearing, you know, and the such. Zoomans? The Don't call them that, David. <laughs> That's not what they are. The people that are in the human zoo. And you think this whole time that the AI people, like the robot people, are the ones that are keeping them in there because that's like the majority of people. But the twist is that the, the zoo is actually owned by one of the super rich, like Jeff Bezos, like humans. Right. That's a true human because he wants to keep other humans that are competition to him like in the zoo. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Wait, so why are those poor humans and stay in power in competition with the rich humans? Aren't the cyborgs in power? Because they want to the stay humans? in power as humans. They want to keep their human their human race. Their humanity in their inhumanity. Yeah, like in they want to stay the most powerful human that is alive. Because humans That's are rare. Interesting. It's almost got a bit of a, uh, a children of say. men. Children of Men. No, maybe I actually a little, don't like Children of uh, Men. Planet, Planet of the Apes a little bit. It, I think it's so different. <laughs> the question a is, does it suck or is it cool? So, I well, think. So what you're doing here, Anna, is you're, you're just world building, though. What's the story within the world? Um, Who rises up? Does one of the poor humans yeah, one of break the people out of in the, the zoo? zoo yeah, too? one of the humans in the zoo is obviously gonna like rise up and one break of the zoo out. Mans? They're not called zoomans. <laughs> They're not called that. It's like way more serious and stylized of a film than that. It's not a comedy in any way. And who are you thinking is the main lead? A Joseph Gordon Levitt or Joseph? Or do you go more with a Patton Oswalt? You know? <laughs> no, 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 no. This would be like a fast bender. Okay, fair enough. As like the main human in the zoo. I love it. Sounds it. more like an Ethan Hawke flick. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's like an ex machina style flick. 
Ex Machina was a little more minimal. It sounds more like a Gattaca Ethan Hawke flick. <laughs> no, not. I don't even know what that is. Well, maybe we'll watch it during the break because uh, you, you know we we've had a long first half, which is a good thing in my book. Don't you think if I could get that movie made, that we could become <laughs> super rich? Well, I think What's there's something the movie to about, it. though. I just told you. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah what do you but, need to like, know? I, I want to know more about my main zoo man. I told you it's Michael Fassbender, and right. But what does he does he speak human? Yeah, they speak English. Yeah, they, they're all part human to some degree. And then uh, do, Ralph. Do they dress finesse. in rags? Do people Science. come and look at them? You know. <laughs> yeah, there. It'd be like someone looking the into your apartment come. while you're. Um, Cooking up some. Are they? Yeah, and that's scary. Are they it's servants? scary. It's scary. Are they servants or are they like, They're like zoo animals? Up? They're just like zoo animals. They're kept in an enclosure amongst the real animals, but not but like why, with the animals. Just like in a different enclosure. They're in a terrarium. But why do Why do humans care about looking at them if they're just because most humans, humans are now robots? You weren't listening. You were texting yeah, at the beginning of my pitch. They're rare. No, you were saying the two spectrums were rich humans and poor humans and then the cyborgs. And you were saying the rich humans have the poor humans in the zoomins. Yeah, because they want to keep their uh, power over so, them. So the, you're saying the rich humans are going to look at the poor humans or the cyborgs are going the to look at The cyborgs are going to look at the humans because he, true humans are rare. All right, I'm into that. Yeah. Then so um, you know your uh, Michael Fassbender breaks out of the zoo. But they enclosure. all look the same. A real human and a cyborg. They all look the same. But well, I thought the cyborg would have kind of. Oh, that is cool that they all look the same. Actually. Yeah, they all look the same. But they're in the the humans are in the zoo because they might act different because they're human. And maybe there's a cyborg mole in the mole in the the, Ooh, the human zoo. See, now we're can cooking. I, can, I, can I pitch an alt for Fassbender? Of course, of course. <laughs> Jude Law. Oh, I love yeah. that, Jeff. I love that. I Jude love Law Jude Law. Sort of had his time. No, um, he's still good. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Maybe they can both be in it. I'd love to see those guys pair up in a movie. Yeah. Um, no one's going to hate on that. Uh, can we ask for the budget and the projected income, both, both domestic oh, and international? Oh, this is a hundred million. I need a hundred million to make to make it and cheap yeah. these days. Uh, yeah, it's cheap. Pennies then, on the dollar. I think it's going to make like. 800 million at the box office the domestic yeah domestically and internationally then you must be talking internationally it's gonna billion. be 1.4 billion bigger than any movie ever right now in this market i think a lot of people aren't watching movies so um unfortunately video <laughs> on demand might be a service that um it's really Netflix's rising by almost 35% in the last 30 days yeah Jeff, speaking of rising it sounds a little like Jupiter rising Ooh, what? are you ripping off Jupiter Rising? I don't know what question. that is. Well, we're going to take a quick break and watch Jupiter Rising. Um, <laughs> Anna, do you mind if I send it around the horn or do you have any small little um, yeah, character details? Yeah, but like, don't like uh, accuse me of ripping something off, especially something I don't know what it is, some boomer thing from the 80s when you were a child, Jeff. <laughs> okay, I don't know. boomer. Okay, boomer. And stop smoking cigarettes, dude. Like, what the hell? We're it's gonna an have audio a- podcast, not a video podcast, mm-hmm, Anna. Mm-hmm. Everyone can hear it too. 
good. That's that's Dave. That's Dave jeweling from his cigar-shaped jewel. <laughs> Very good. We're all having fun, and I can't wait to keep that fun going in the second part of this episode. We'll be right back after these messages. Oh, oh yeah. And we're back, folks. Do you smell that? Reel it in. Reel it in. Reel it in. Reel it in. Catch of the day. Catch of the day is the segment of the show where we um, shout out the the wheelers and dealers out there in the real world, um, making a buck the hard way, but most of the time the easy way. Because you know, right now we're talking about scammers. They've come uh, come up a lot during these trying times in not just America but the whole world. Um, and Jeff, you won't believe this. Uh, coronavirus-related fraud has cost Americans $13 million already. Oh, Ugh. damn. Already? Already. How so? What do you mean? Well, like uh, travel and vacation scams uh, are essentially the most popular form of fraud. Most account for $4.7 million, with online shopping being a distant second with uh, one4 Wait, how can you how – you, how do you scam uh, travel? You tell people, hey, come stay at my vacation house. And then we've had actually heard of these before on our other uh, Catch of the Days. Yeah. yeah you the know, old bait and switch. The old bait and switch. Um, so non-existent play. Yeah, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Classic fraud. I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and where's that $13 million coming from, though, Dave? Uh, you know, Trump's slush fund? Well, no, it's people that get scammed out of money. So it's really the consumer that's losing that thirteen million. I see. Society I see. is. Wait, but is it okay? Right, I see. You're not fucking over Delta. You're fucking over. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, it's a reverse Robin Hood. Gotcha, hoodie Robin. <laughs> yep, uh, that's exactly what it is. Uh, all right, folks, let's get to the main reason we're all here, and that's for the meat uh, and potatoes. It's time for the nation to rise up. This is a segment of the show where uh, our lovely fan base calls in to um, give us their own schemes, dreams, and misdemeanors. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they can send in their ideas to ideas at twinovation.biz, hit up our socials at Twinovation Pod, or do our favorite, which is let us hear your lovely voice and call the Twin of Voicemail number, which is one six four six. 926-1092. And of course, nice. always check out that Discord invites there on the Twitter or the Facebook pinned and, you know, what what have you. And All Dave, right. Dave actually well, goes on there, but, you know, between the hours of uh, 2.30 and uh, 6 a.m. Yes, I do. Eastern I like Standard to check time. out what's going on while everyone's sleeping. Uh, so now let's hear from Steve from Philly. What up, nation? This is uh, Steve from right outside of Philly. I got a little scheme for you as I've been cooking up with this uh, coronavirus going on. So I don't know if you're aware, but in Pennsylvania, all of the liquor stores are run by the state. Therefore, they've been shut down as non-essential. However, where I'm located is about half hour from Delaware, where the liquor stores are still open. 
and uh, sell at a discounted rate because of no sales tax. So the scheme I've been working up is taking orders from a bunch of friends, family. I charge them whatever the bottle's worth, plus $10 on top, make a couple trips, and uh, yeah, basically I'm fucking bootlegging. So we're back in the roaring 20s. Love you guys. Uh, a classic right. bootlegging in the in the 2020s. Uh, the Roaring Twenties are back, uh, not for the right reasons, but it's a great way to make a quick dollar. Uh, liquor stores are closed in some states, so be the Wait, delivery entirely person. Entirely closed in some states. No, oh, yeah. Uh, what's that? Like the, the Utahs. All over the place. You won't believe it. Yeah. Some are county by county, but you know, a lot of people are saying that that good God juice ain't um, essential, <laughs> uh, and I think it is. We all deserve a, a little wine to kick back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear you. Uh, uh, what's your What's your drink of choice these days? Um, I like to um, have a Corona extra. Um, yes, we have to support the poor Corona beer company. They didn't do anything wrong. No, they, didn't. they don't deserve this. They have delicious beer. They don't deserve the bad brand uh, association. It's not fair. So support your small businesses like Corona and uh, you know help them get out of this pit that we've all mm-hmm. found ourselves dug in. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have another amazing submission. Um, you're going to like this. This is John from San Antonio. John, we have you on the line. <laughs> Yo, Twinovation, what up? It's your boy John from San Antonio. Uh, hope y'all staying safe with this whole corona thing. Um, not really an idea, just kind of I saw people were 3D printing face shields for the hospitals. I know we have a way to get to that 3D printer. We start – y'all should start, like, doing – 3D printed face shields to send to hospitals, but put like the Twinovation logo on it. So like, when people are like, "Oh, these face shields are like miracles," they look at it, Twinovation logo, get new listeners, get you know good PR, doing good for the community. That's my uh, that's my idea. Uh, <laughs> hope y'all are not going crazy at home quarantine. And uh, shout out to everybody. Stay scheming, stay dreaming, stay safe. Wash your damn hands. Peace. Yeah. Johnny Woo! boy. That's why we love San Antonio. Jeff, how many masks do you think you can 3D print with the Twinovation logo on it? Uh, not only will it help the people out there, but it will be some great PR for our brand. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, he I could do about one per week. On. Yeah, you could do one maybe <laughs> per year. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny, guys. It's actually everything's a little harder when you have to do it yourself. Believe it or not. Of course. Um. So yeah, how many? Do- uh, so I'm I'm waiting on a replacement part. Uh. But I I did print uh one the first piece of a two-piece uh, face mask. All right, well, we'd love for you to post that on the Instagram when the episode comes out because uh, we know the people out there would like to have half of the virus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so if you're looking to only get half of COVID-19, then Jeff might be <laughs> the guy you're looking for. Um, <laughs> guys, we have fun here. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're all having a good time. But most importantly, we'd like you to shop at the Slop Shop. It's, you know, it's obviously... What? what? That's what you're going to say? Slo- shop at the slop shop? No, slop at the slop shop. <laughs> uh, it's really the only place on the internet where you can get sloppy and buy some of the hottest merch the slop market has ever seen. 
Um, donate to your local food bank. Yeah, don't 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 donate to yeah, donate to your local food bank. And if, if you feel like you have any extra pennies in the pocket, slop it up. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, stay, stay scheming and stay, stay dreaming. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, make some more pearls. Now an open screw, saw the day with two. Innovation, I owe you. Oprah, Oprah, buddy, getting, getting Oprah, buddy. Oprah, Oprah, buddy, getting, getting Oprah, buddy, getting Oprah, buddy, getting Oprah, getting, getting Oprah, buddy. Oprah, buddy. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>